Hello everyone, this is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled podcast. The wonderful thing about discussing identity is that it can take many directions. Considering that God has created each of us as a -a one-of-a-kind masterpiece, why not address the dress? That is, let's discuss our appearance and what looks best on us. Have there been times in your life that you felt like a princess when you put on a certain outfit? What was the occasion? How did it make you feel? When was the last time you truly felt beautiful and confident in your clothes? As a daughter of the King of Kings, do you dress like a princess? What comes to mind when I say that? Do you think of an expensive price tag? Do you think of trends? Do you think of quality? Do you think of high-end brands? Before I proceed with this podcast, I want you to know that you can truly take pride in your appearance without being prideful. That means specifically that you can find the clothes that flatter your figure and feel fabulous. In this world of Instagram, We have myriad blogs and multifarious influencers telling us what's in style and what we should be purchasing to stay current and fashionable. Every women's magazine is replete with the hottest styles. Are you confused by too many trends? Where do you start? Let's see if we can simplify this process in the podcast. First, Let's start with your backstory. You have a backstory with your style. Whether your particular way of dressing actually is a fit or a misfit. Where does your sense of style or lack thereof come from? My backstory with fashion goes as far back as my memory. My earliest recollection is the red, white, and blue outfit that my mother purchased when I became a naturalized citizen. The year was 1967. My mother, grandmother, and I boarded a train to Washington, D.C., where I would don the new outfit with matching shoes and purse to become an American citizen. To appreciate my personal backstory, we have to go back even further. Fashion had always been part of my mother's life from an early age. Her father had abandoned my grandmother and her when my mother was five years old. Mom's father was a traveling clothes salesman, so not only did he always dress well, he relieved much of his divorce guilt by buying her clothes by his own admission in handwritten letters dating as far back as the early 1930s when he would send my mom a new outfit in lieu of a personal visit. When my grandmother remarried and was living in Virginia, she worked at downtown Milner's, later known as Miller and Rhodes. She would continue to buy my mother beautiful clothes throughout her childhood and into young adulthood. When my mom became a wartime bride on July 2, 1945, to her first husband, the announcement in the local paper wrote the following. The bride wore a brown linen suit fashioned in simple lines with white accessories. 
Her flowers were red roses and white stephanoides. Mom's love of clothes continued for the rest of her life, and that influence certainly became part of mine. In high school, we would either visit downtown Lynchburg's Baldwin store or make yearly visits to a neighboring state since our city didn't even have a mall. I always looked forward to these trips that would be a summertime memory before school would start. The summer before my wedding, my grandmother and I shopped for my wedding gown and it gave her great pleasure to buy my gown and veil. It never occurred to me that she did not have that memory with my mother, that is, buying a long, beautiful wedding gown. Over the years, I can honestly say I don't try to look like anyone else when I purchase clothing. I have beliefs that affect my purchases, as do you. More on that in a moment. Here are my top beliefs about shopping. I make a beeline for the sales rack. So in other words, the belief is, buy it on sale. My husband and I prefer to purchase when clothes are on sale, and for me, that is the mindset of dividing and conquering. I love a good deal. If I have no choice, then that's okay. And I remember I had to pay full price for a basic black dress the summer my father passed away. If the item is trendy, okay, I'll look at it, but I'll only purchase if it fits well and if I like it. That's priority. I don't like certain fads. For instance, this past winter, camouflage was very trendy and a big style item. It's just not my preference. So regardless of how trendy it is, if I just don't like it, I won't buy it. I do have certain basics that I refuse to get rid of. I have my trusted denim jacket, which now is about 20 years old, and blue jeans in all varieties of uh, lengths and styles. Workout clothes must be good quality. If it's a high-end brand name, I still prefer a sale. Certain colors do look better with my skin tone than others. Anyone remember the color analysis of the early 1980s? I was horrified that I was told my skin looked better with sterling or white gold. Everything in my jewelry box was yellow gold. So not only do you have a backstory, but secondly, what are your rules or beliefs for your current style and fashion? I took an unofficial poll on Facebook asking female friends what their rules for fashion were, and here are the answers. Fit, price, coverage, classic, comfort, style, quality, color, value, versatility, brand, age appropriateness, loose, non-binding, binding, tailored fit, cool, linen or cotton, easy care, no ironing, washes well, clothes that reflect who I am, artsy, and clothes that don't make me look my age. I love that one. I've also posed this question to millennial women who've told me that price is important, but they're willing to pay more if the item will be frequently worn. It's also been shared that in shopping for basics or trendy items, perhaps the go-to's are more reasonably priced stores, while shopping for interesting and long-lasting pieces, they're willing to pay more. 
It's interesting to me that this age bracket may purchase at each end of the spectrum, Target or specialty boutiques. What about you? Do you settle in on a couple of reliable brands or stores, or do you shop the spectrum? Each of you has a backstory to your current sense of fashion. So where do you begin to figure it out if what you're doing works or if it doesn't work? So you have a backstory, you have certain rules, and third, I wanted to get some help with this, so I spoke with a friend of mine, Suzanne Liebfrain, who's a fashion stylist. Please check out her website, and that's www.suzannelibfrain.com. Here's what Suzanne says on her website. I get to know the clients and their story, and through that, I help them figure out the style that fits their life. Does your style fit your life, and what variables should you consider or reconsider when purchasing clothes? Her primary goal in assisting clients is for them to not only feel good in their clothes, but to smile at themselves when they look in the mirror. So here are several ideas and concepts in a couple of conversations that I had with her. Number one, lifestyle dressing. Are you a banker? A sports enthusiast? Your style should reflect your lifestyle. Number two, perhaps you need to restructure the items in your closet. She recommends making three piles, what works, what doesn't, and what can be refurbished and updated. Number three, have current pieces to keep your wardrobe fresh. She advises, however, that just because something is trendy, that doesn't mean you should buy it if it's not a style that's appropriate for your body type. Number four, for age appropriateness, consider your body type and comfort level. Number five, do your clothes fit? Suzanne recommends that your items can fit well without looking tight. She prefers this manner of dressing as opposed to the majority of your clothes being non-form fitting. She emphasizes that clothes should not wear you, but you should wear the clothes. As for jewelry, she recommends two new necklaces a season, preferably adjustable. In this manner, a new accessory can give a new look to an old outfit, as well as completing a new one. If you're shopping for a high-end handbag, it's preference as to whether you make the purchase for the long term and spend the money. If she's trying to advise someone to shift into a new or different look based on their body shape, she inquires as to why they think it looks good and then shows them alternate pieces that she would like them to consider. Common mistakes are sleeves or tops that are too long. Number seven, Suzanne's clients more times than not provide a budget for her to work from. She highly recommends that you ask for any discount 
whether you are shopping in-store or online. For everyday pieces like a t-shirt, you can certainly bargain shop. For closet staples, for example, a nice pair of black pants, you should invest in good quality and pay more since it is an item that is a closet staple. Number nine, if you hesitate when trying on a dress or a clothing item, then don't buy it. And number 10, rid your closet of tired pieces. This means anything that's nubby, stretched out, torn, stained, or faded. Please check out Suzanne's website or contact her if you need her expertise or if you simply want to treat yourself. And again, her website is www.suzannelibfrained.com, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-L-I-B-F-R-A-I-N-D. In summary, take this life coaching short assessment regarding your fashion style. On a scale of one to five, with one being, I could care less, to five, I care a lot, rate your sense of style or even your desire to dress fashionably. If you don't care about fashion, do you know the reasons why? Have you considered a different look or style? How do you feel when you dress for daily activities? Would you be willing to take the advice of a trusted friend to suggest changes? Why or why not? Would you like the assistance of a personal shopper? Since I love fashion and all that goes with it, please let me hear from you. What topics would you like me to discuss in a future podcast? My email is hopeunveiled at gmail.com. That's H-O-P-E-U-N-V-E-I-L-E-D at gmail.com. Let's continue to explore dressing like a princess. After all, you are a daughter of the king. Compare yourself to no one. He has deemed you beautiful because you are his and you are one of a kind. Focus on what flatters your body type and reflects your individuality because God has made you a masterpiece. Until next time, this is Shireen with the Identity Unveiled podcast.